Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth. May or not be funny, rude, or downright stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. Ding ba dong, you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello all, and welcome to the China Jedi Podcast, episode 14. We're going in live from Huafa 68, sitting above the beautiful lake on the brink of skirt season. That's right, it's a beautiful Sunday morning, situated in the center of Zhuhai City, mainland China, snuck right between Hong Kong and Macau. Yes, listeners, and I'm your host... Chris J. Bradshaw, and back in the studio is my famed co-host... Anthony Benton. Anthony I'm back. Benton. From Brilliant. the Land of Smiles. Brilliant to have you back, um, Anthony. Before um, we introduce uh, another of our special guests today, how did the business trip to Bangkok go? Oh, brilliant. You know, Land of Smiles. <laughs> Looks like you've got a nice tan. Sexy lady boys. <laughs> <laughs> Always you... confuses the heterosexual, right? But you got what you had to get done. That's absolutely. My... Absolutely, yeah, okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, it's lovely to have you back. We have missed you, as I'm sure all of our listeners have too. Now, let's introduce um, our special guest today then. None other than... Nick Gaynor, a.k.a. Olis. Nick Gaynor, a.k.a. Olis, a good friend of ours, of course, listeners. With an awesome intro. I like the skirt season. It was very... The man is coming up. It's my favourite season. It was so smooth. It Mm. was almost... I nearly fell off my chair with smoothness. Well, I, I got a lot to go around, so we're going to be slipping and sliding all day. <laughs> What's the Oles? Oles, that's just, uh, you know, it's from Nicholas, actually. It's the end of Nicholas. Ah, it's just uh, kind of a name I adopted because, um, you know, it's trying to... People are too, too lazy to say your <laughs> Exactly. Just change it up. You know, there's a lot of Nicks in the world. I'm quite a unique Nick, so I thought I deserved something more unique. Cool. You know? Yeah, I was thinking it was like some Latin word that meant, like, smooth. It could be. It could be. I'll have to look into that. I thought you liked bullfighting. <laughs> I like watching bullfighting. Uh, researchers, have a look into the meaning of Olas. Now, Nick, um, mm. tell everybody where you're from in our beautiful world. All right, I'm coming at you live. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Champaign, Illinois, near Chicago and USA. Champagne. Do you yes. put that on the beginning to make it like a fun place, or is it actually called Champagne? It's that's the name, Champagne. So you know any history behind that? Did they actually um, make Champagne there? Or? You know what? It's spelled. It has a different spelling. It's P A I G N. And uh, my understanding is that it's from some Native American. It's like a Native American name from back in the day. I could be wrong about that, but that's just my understanding. But um, yeah, it's a college town, two hours south of Chicago. You know, I saw. I also have family in Chicago. My mom lives there, so kind of. I went to school in Champaign, but 
I like to represent Chicago. I got a lot of love for Chicago. Chicago Bears, right? On your no, this one is Chicago Cubs. Cubs. Yes. Okay. Oh, is there a Bears? There is the Bears is the NFL. That's the NFL. Oh, okay. Um, Nick. Yes. Champagne with a P. Champagne with a P A P A I G N. C H A M P A I. Ridiculous spelling of champagne. Even with a P. Spell it champagne. There's a P in the normal. Yeah. It begins with P. No, no, no. C H A M P A. Oh, I see. I didn't. Okay. G N. Well, there you go. I made different it. spelling because there's no A in the original, right? And there's an E on the end of the original. Exactly. Um, anyway, exactly. marvelous, interesting story. So, <laughs> what brought you all the way from Champagne mm -hmm. to where we are now in China? Well, basically, one of my good friends came here about a year and a half before me, named Joe. Did you guys know Joe? I'm not sure. I don't think so. You might have known him. Anyway, he came here first. Um, he was an English major, so he was interested in teaching. Um, you know, I heard a lot of good things about it. I was post-graduation working at like a real estate company, but kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do and wasn't tied down. So I figured give it a shot, make the jump while I had the freedom and see how I liked it. Came straight to Juhai and been how here ever since. That, now? that was in 2011, so okay. five plus years now. Cool. Yeah, and doesn't the time just tick on by? Um, great stuff. So, are you? What's your your job? Are you a teacher, or what? What, what are you doing now? Um, I started off teaching. I was teaching adults. I taught at like several different um, training centers yeah. and stuff. I did that for a few years. So, pictures of you on billboards in July, if I remember. Not me, but friends, close friends. I never made it on the billboard. I was never. I guess I wasn't billboard material. <laughs> well, so. your radio material. There we go. Got a smooth voice. <laughs> is that an insult or not? I'll no, take no. it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, so you weren't on the billboard. Right. There's two mistakes I made today. Mm. Terrible morning. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so yeah, what are you doing now? You still teaching or? Um, I ventured out of teaching, kind of trying to go into the business field, see where I land. Um, you know, explore some things. That's what my degree is in. So I'm trying to explore and expand into that. Exporting. Yeah, sorry, what's your degree? My degree was in business administration. Oh, okay administration focus on entrepreneurship so you know that's always kind of what I wanted to get into and um, you know teaching is a great experience mm. especially you know to first come here get your feet on the ground and you know well, meet lots of people it's a good way to get integrated but once you you know if it's not if you're not there to do that you know if you're not a full a career teacher then it's a it can also be a great springboard into other stuff so sure okay get to meet a lot of people right mm -hmm. exactly. so you're working on some entrepreneurial stuff at the moment mm -hmm. some projects in there yeah, yeah yeah stuff like that working with you know a different company and that's my goal okay and, um, a lot so. of opportunities in china yeah yeah exactly top secret mum's word eh? <laughs> okay great so um before we move on uh to the next section of the show um, tell us, where would you recommend to go in China? Where's a mm. fun place you've been? And don't say Yang Shuo, because everyone uh. has been saying Yang Shuo. And quite frankly, I'm bored of it. You're bored. Well, um, for me, I haven't had a chance to travel as much in China. So I'm going to give you mine. Uh, I'm going to say Beihai. If you like the beach, all right. Got a nice beach there. We went out there. Um, Probably about four years ago now, something like that, on the May 1st holiday. What region is this, um, Nick, in China? Beihai, I think, is also, is it Guangxi? Or okay, it's I could on the be coast. Wrong. I could be wrong, but yes, it is on the coast because there's a beach of there. Beihai, I yes. can't think where it is. 
Yes. Um, Not been there. Someone okay. correct me. But yeah, they have a beautiful beach there. We had a nice little trip there. It was, it was a good time. It was my first like trip on a bus, a sleeper bus. And oh man, it was crazy. How's the sea there? The sea? The water was good. The water yeah. was good. Great. Had a swim? Yeah, had a swim. Nice and smooth? Nice and smooth. I actually accidentally had a swim with my phone in the pocket. Oh no. Ooh. Turns out it was not waterproof. Found out the hard way. Oh, mm. that sucks. So that's what you link with Bay High? No, I also link good times. Good times, beautiful beaches, and you know, a few mistakes, but... Hey Nick, I'll tell you what, some of the best holidays when you go away and turn your bloody phone off, because mm, exactly. we're always on it now, aren't we? Oh, you have no mm. choice on that one. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, great. Um, Anthony, it's time for uh, Sunday morning question of the week. Sunday morning. Yes then, Sunday morning question of the week, and of course today it's a celebration because today is of course Easter, so happy Easter to you both and of course to our listeners. Yeah. Happy Easter. Happy everyone. Easter, man. Um, and the question of the week, then, that I've been told to ask you is, did you get or find any Easter eggs this morning? Did you get or find any Easter eggs this morning? Um, uh, Nick? Well, um, I had a nice hard-boiled egg for breakfast. <laughs> and, but I didn't find it. It was, in, it was in the fridge, so I knew where it was. Technically, it wasn't lost. I didn't find it. I knew it was there. Good so. protein breakfast, then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good for an egg in the morning. Hard-boiled um, egg, a little oatmeal, cinnamon. Fantastic. Did you think about because it it's maybe Easter to put a bit of chocolate on it? or? Um, you know what? <laughs> chocolate sauce on your boiled egg. Uh, yeah, the I mean, chocolate I'm saving <laughs> for dessert for later in the day. You know, I'm, I'm not a morning chocolate guy. I'm not opposed to it. I'm but, not either, know. actually. I don't like chocolate in the morning. I mm. really like chocolate, but in the morning, I'm yeah. not at all. Yeah. Would you eat any it. eggs today? Uh, no. Didn't bring me any? Back from Bangkok? <laughs> yeah, lots of Easter eggs in Bangkok. I don't know if you want those eggs. <laughs> yeah, different kind of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Bangkok eggs? Listen, they, I mean, you just, you never the know where they've been. You never know which source they're from. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you don't no, know no disrespect. No disrespect. So no eggs then, Anthony, today? No, I haven't actually taught my son about Easter. Mm. Okay. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about that. I, can I just say, you're in the studio now, and the window's on behind you, looking over the lake. It, it's kind of going around your, the hair that you've got. Mm. And I always think, <laughs> if you shaved your head off like Nick... Would mm. I look like an egg? And, and therefore, Nick, because you, you've shaved your head recently, you almost yes. look very nice, shiny egg mm. uh, on top of your head. And so you look like one, so if you did yours, I'd have two eggs in the studio. There we go. Mm, I see. You do have one chocolate egg, but you're looking for another one. Yeah, I the, see. The I see. white creamy ah! egg. Mm. Mm. A chocolate egg and a white creamy egg. you dark, yeah. speckled egg, and I'll be the white <laughs> creamy egg. <laughs> You'd be very tasty there, Anthony. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what about me? I haven't had any eggs. You didn't bring me any. Thanks, guys. Mm. Um, but later, my son, we're going for an Easter egg hunt. Oh, yeah. The problem is this weather, it melts them pretty quick, so you've That's got to get true. out there and hunt them down. Do you actually know the meaning between, uh, actually the, the reason why we have Easter, many chances? Do you know the Goodness, story? There's a few theories, right? Ooh. Well, I mean, a, a, modern times it's been linked to Jesus, right? Yeah, it's got a Christian More times, Christians, yeah. Um, why don't you tell your son about it, just you're not into the old chocolate thing, making fat kind of stuff? Um, <laughs> I try to raise my son believing in real magic of the universe, you know, mm. rather than raising up a child to believe in all these fairy tales that, you know, at the age of around about, I don't know, eight to 12 maybe, um, suddenly you discover that none of this magic is real. 
And I think that's a bit of a shame for kids. You know, I know I'm going to shock a lot of people. Like, <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, no, you're entitled to Why don't you opinion. teach your children about the magic of Easter bunnies? Um, you know, and some people have attacked me for it, you know. Like, you, I'm robbing my child of some magical experience. But, you know, I'd rather teach them about, you know, real mysteries of the universe yeah, yeah. rather than build up this illusion of magic just to have it ripped away. And then, you know, because I feel a lot of people don't believe in anything anymore. And I think it's because they have this magic torn away from them. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you're anti No, no, I'm not anti, I'm not anti <laughs> at all. No, not at That's all. That's why I didn't bring any eggs. <laughs> this is deeper than that. Yes. It's if deeper people, than if the people, eggs. If people want to... You know, believe in things, you know, that's up to them, all power to them, you know. Well, freedom of belief. I, yeah. I'm not opposed to anyone's beliefs, that's the thing, so as long as it's not harming anyone else, you know. Well, one belief, Anthony, so. is that Easter is a, a Christian festival, which you mentioned earlier, which celebrates the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, the Bible says Christ died on the cross on Good Friday, came back to life three days later. Um, and of course, what's the, the question that I, I'd like to know is why do we have Easter eggs? So I thought this was interesting. A lot of us may chomp on chocolate eggs, clearly not us. Um, but originally, eating eggs was not allowed by the church during the week leading up to Easter, known as Holy Week. So any eggs laid that week were saved and decorated to make them Holy Week eggs, then given to children as gifts. Now, the Victorians apparently adapted the tradition with satin-covered cardboard eggs filled with Easter gifts. Much more so healthy for you. Eggs, eggs, man. Here's an, here's an egg, but you can't eat it. Yes. <laughs> it's a beautifully wrapped egg. egg. Don't touch it. Well, it's cardboard. Anyway, well, no, you said the original eggs were laid, were decorated, right? You're not well, allowed to be li- listen to this, Anthony. The first chocolate eggs appeared in France, get off French, in Germany, in the 19th century, but were bitter and hard. As chocolate-making techniques improved, hollow eggs, like the ones we have today, were developed, and they obviously came popular um, all around the world. So what's the Easter bunny, then, you may ask? The story of the Easter bunnies thought to have become common in the 19th century. Rabbits usually give birth to a big litter of babies called kittens. Yeah, kittens. kittens. Right. So they became a symbol of new life. Now, legend has it that the Easter bunny lays, decorates, and hides eggs, as they're also a symbol of new life. He doesn't do all the work alone, though. Oh. You know, he has a sidekick. In Switzerland, Easter eggs are delivered by a none other than a cuckoo. Yeah, and by a fox in parts of Germany. I a thought it said, makes more sense than. I thought it said in bunny, pants. right? Yeah, yeah. That bunny's working yeah. overtime. Aren't cuckoos the birds that fly into other birds' nests and they tip out the original egg and lay their own egg in another bird's nest. I so thought cuckoos, I might I thought cuckoos getting, lived in clocks. I might be, <laughs> I might, I might be getting mixed up. But. Okay, well, interesting, um, interesting point that. Wasn't Easter originally a pagan festival well, linked to fertility? Yes. Now, Hence eggs. The way I see it with all these festivals and traditions, and we can choose to believe them magic or not magic, is it always comes back to nature. And I think this time of the year, of course, we just had the Qingming Festival. So right, right. Spring. Spring, the Sakura season in Japan. Fertility, baby. Fertility, new birth, changing of seasons. Yeah. Hence the Clean eggs, the house. Right? Yeah, for fertile. So I, 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 I will um, drink to that mm. if I had a drink to drink to. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's more in line with my kind of belief is Good. teaching my son about nature and, you know, the starting of spring and... Mm. I'm more, it's, it's hard to say you're a pagan these days because people automatically associate it with devil worship for some bizarre reason. Right. Like they say yeah. pagans as negativity, but it's not at all. It's all about worshipping nature and yeah. being in touch with the world. And Okay, yeah, I agree, Anthony. Pagans aside, 
Hey, it's my favorite. Let's get into Guess Who. We've got to remember. Guess Who then? Um, Nick, uh, you know about this one? We give you some clues. Uh, you listen to some podcasts, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This been... is my uh, forte, my expertise. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm brilliant at this bit. Any favourite podcast you've been listening to? Any, anyone that comes um, out? The only one that I listened to the whole one was the one with uh, Ryan Chambers. Ryan Chambers, yes. Yeah. Only fools. You're supposed to say you've listened to them all. You, well, did you listen, not coach him, Chris? Yeah. They, they want to they press <laughs> the button which opens the trap door in the floor and he falls down into the pagoda lake. Don't do that. He's our friend, uh, researchers. It's all um, right, guys. It's all right. I got catching up to do. You have indeed. Not so smooth it's all there. Good. <laughs> He's a busy boy. Okay, so guess who? We'll give you some clues. It's a famous Chinese person, so that's a, a big clue there. Um, let's get stuck in. So this person today, Anthony Nick, is a Chinese actress and model. All right. Yeah? She's considered one of the four Dan actresses of China and one of the most well-known Asian actresses in the West. Four what? Mm, four Dan actresses. What's that? Is it Kung Fu? They have Dan's and... They have a, it's kind of oh, a fourth Dan. Dan yeah. right. Oh, I see. Right, okay. Um, she's an Aquarius sheep. Yeah. Right. Born February the 9th, 1979, which makes her 38 years of age, in Beijing, China, and she's five foot five. Any ideas? <laughs> <laughs> and she's not an Easter egg, by the way. She's not no. an egg. Um, born and raised in Beijing, her father was an accountant and later an economist, and her mother a kindergarten teacher. She began studying dance when she was eight years old. Subsequently, she joined the Beijing Dance Academy at her parents' suggestion at just the age of 11. Now, while at this boarding school, she noticed how mean the other girls were to each other while competing for status amongst the teachers. Dog eat dog. She disliked the attitudes of her peers and teachers so much that on one occasion, she ran away from the school. I like that kind Fierce. of rebellious. Yeah. Yeah. At the age of 15, she won the National Youth Dance Championship and began appearing in television commercials in Hong Kong. In 1996, she entered the prestigious Central Academy of Drama in Beijing at the age of 17. Now, this is going to be good. Her first major role was in The Road Home in 1999. She later achieved fame for her role in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon that came oh, out in the year 2000. Anthony, tick, tick, boom, boom, chick, chick. <laughs> Um, mm. She's best known for her appearance in Rush Hour 2, Hero, House of Flying Daggers, 2046, and The Banquet. Her most critically acclaimed works are Memoirs of a Geisha. Have you watched that? I I have, seen, I've seen a lot of her movies. She's not, the protagonist. She's the main... She did a really good job in that, I thought. Mm. Good acting. Mm. Um, in which earned her the nomination for the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress... The Batter Award. I'm just not going to read all these off. Um, blah, blah, blah. She's done a lot. Yeah. And she also starred in The Grandmaster. Not Grandmaster Flash, may I say. Um, for which she won 12 different Best Actress Awards to become the most awarded Chinese actress for a single film, Nick. Yeah. Some of her famous quotes. Okay. Yeah, pretty impressive. Her famous quotes. Here we go. Men are different. When they're in love, they may also have other girlfriends. That's just, I mean, that's intriguing. Just, yeah, she's, she's been done wrong, apparently. <laughs> done wrong. Yes. Um, yes. Very wrong. And her other quote, Nick, Chinese women are much more modest than American women when it comes to clothes. We tend to show less flesh. Mm, okay. About that I, one? I think, you I know, agree with that. Gen, I mean, gen, it depends generation. on which gener, generation you're looking at. If you're looking at a certain group, I feel like, yeah. Well, she's 38. 
Yeah, for so I think for her that's probably true. But if you're looking at the younger generation, I think it's starting to get closer. They were more close. Well, more plus close. You're, you're, what you say is true Washington. in the West as well, right? If you're mm. talking about older generations of Western women, they too are more conservative, right? I mean, think about your grandma. Right, but I would say mother, overall, I mean, even an older Western woman would still, you know, she'd be conservative, but might go out and show it off here and there. But maybe they wouldn't hear at all. Mm. I still think it'd be a slight difference there. Oh yeah, I think they're. More conservative here. Yeah, you don't see many Chinese ladies wearing next to nothing. A lot less, for sure. You've been looking. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they have face teenies? They cover everything. Face <laughs> teenie, yeah. The, the Spider Man suit. Yeah, now, hang on, what was it you said? The, the season, of course, is the, the new birth of spring and. Uh, skirt season. Skirt season. Mm. Wait, is that a pagan tradition? Or? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. It's, it's certainly magical, though, isn't it's, it? That, it's a magical time and it's certainly been around for years and years. And it should be enforceable by law. Yes. Hey, exactly. actually, uh, the swimming pools will be opening soon. Yeah. Yeah. Swimming cap time. Swimming cap time. Oh yes, I love. That's it. I love being bald. Being and only being allowed in after four o'clock yeah. because the sun's too strong. And Anthony likes to put speedo tight things on his head mm. as well as on his, you know, bits. Right. right. Yeah. Hey, man. Whatever works, man. <laughs> Good for the tan. You can only put speedos on your head. There's no room for them. <laughs> Did you? Else. How about in Bangkok? I bet you went to a few pools and beaches there. Did you get your cap? Well, on not or? so many beaches in Bangkok, but uh, yeah, there's, there's a pool in the in the hotel. Your hotel, you said you stayed, you found one on TripAdvisor in, is it Pat Pong? <laughs> Patong. <laughs> Ping Pong. <Patong. laughs> okay, um, let's move it. on then. Any, any ideas? Don't say if you do know, we'll come back later. Not at the moment, we'll get thinking. Anthony, time's to come I up. I think he's got something bubbling in there. I'm trying to find something bubbling in but my. Oh, her name's a little... Yes, okay. Well, um, it's time to move on then, as always, to Dway but Dway. Because this is just the way it's meant to be. Dway but Dway then. Correct, not correct. Anthony, you've been away a few weeks, so hopefully you'll come back with some renewed vigour to maybe well, get one of these I'm right. I'm relying on my guests for these from now on. <laughs> I always get it wrong, my guests are better than me. Yes. I'll see um, what I can do. So we're going to give you a fact. It could be absolute rubbish. Mm. Or it could be really true. So it could be an, a fact way or an way. alternative fact. Indeed. All right. You've got to be careful. Alternative fact, I like that. Here we go then. <laughs> um, talking about the seasons of growth and fruits and seeds and skirts and eggs. Mm. Um, it's all related. Indeed. Uh, here's the fact. China is the world's largest apple producer and the world's leading exporter of apple juice. I'll say again, China is the world's largest apple producer and the world's leading exporter of apple juice. I tell you what, China Jedi, you really learned some stuff. Discuss that. China is biggest in the apple game? I've never, I mean... In the apple game. I you, mean, we know they like apple phones, but we're uh, talking about actual apples? Yes, I the ones with seeds in it. The ones with seeds. It's plausible, I guess. I mean, they've got an awful lot of land, but... Mm, it's mm. plausible, Anthony. Mm. Generally, most things are plausible, so very right. good. Right. But, um... I don't know. I just feel like we would have heard of that, right? I mean, is there what? Where's the? What's the big brand of uh, apple juice? Oh, now that's that's a juicy a, a, question. Apple uh, juice. <laughs> what's the big brand? I feel I'm like they have sure a big I brand, right? That. I but know. the thing is, this is where the researchers like to throw curveballs okay. because it could be one or the other. It hey. might be they're big on exporting apples. But not the biggest on juice. You're right. Yeah. You're right. One of them's so, ill today, though, Anthony. You know, there's only like a couple today, so mm. missing the one. And I think he's the main instigator of this naughtiness. <laughs> okay, um, okay. 
So are you laying your seed with the apple or are you not? I'm I'm not gonna lay it, man, I don't think. Okay, so you're saying I would, false. I would, You've yeah. gotta come up with an with one answer, so I'm toss it away. Go with, I'm thinking false because and I'm sorry to sound detrimental between but but toward China, but I think the West is sometimes untrusting of Chinese Apples. products. Mm, I see, yeah, yeah. I think they're doing work to change that reputation, but yeah, definitely that's... Could you make a fake apple? I mean, Probably. after, living, China, and, after living here so. yeah, and hearing all the things that, that can be made fake, I believe it, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's kind of scary what they can make. Oh, it's bordering on evil genius. <laughs> Crazy. Okay then, so apple me up. Are we going for uh, false? Then, going right? go for I false. think let's, let's go with our gut. Let's go false. Okay, you salts. Here we go then. China is the world's largest apple producer, listeners, and the world's leading exporter of apple juice. Nick and Anthony said false. The answer is true. Oh, I knew it. I guess that's <laughs> they're they're wrong every They're time. tricking us. They're tricking us. Both, both, both true. Really absolutely. Interesting. Wow. It's an interesting one. We've learned something. Then they're big into apples. Do we know where they export to? Mm. Moving swiftly on, um, <laughs> it's China Jedi topic time. Ting you got it all right. Topic time then. We've got a good one today, um, Anthony, I've just seen. Um, Nick as well, we're going to discuss something interesting in China. Now, topic of the week then has come from, this has been written in by one of our listeners, as we always are, by a Mr. Christopher Burns-Cox, and he's based in Dongguan. So this is from Mr. Christopher Burns-Cox from Dongguan, and he asks the panel, shall we say, why do so many Chinese people never let people out first before getting in a lift? Why do Chinese people never let people out first before getting in a lift, which of course is otherwise known as an elevator? Mm. We just say in case, we say lift, don't we, in England? Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you say in America? We go elevator all the way. Yeah, because it's a shorter word, isn't it? Of course you'd say yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes so sense. Elevator. There's a lot, of, a lot of thought has been put into that, so. First of all, <laughs> is it true in our experience, have you had a situation where you've gone to get in a lift, mm. in, in, or, sorry, gone to get out of a lift, mm-hmm. and suddenly you can't get out because there's a load of rushing rushing in. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, so there is a point to this. Mm. Um, I would say it's happened to me less in Zhuhai, but when I lived in oh, Beijing, yeah, every day. Really? Every day, mm. getting in and out of a lift. Yeah, I would call it a, a normal occurrence, certainly. Not, you know, not 100% of the time, but yeah, it's something that I see normally, you know. It's funny because the Chinese expression, you must first empty your cup before you can fill it, mm, mm. doesn't seem to apply <laughs> yeah. to lifts and elevators. Yeah, do you know the Chinese for that idiom? I don't. I think we should look that one up. You could mm. say that mm. when you're trying to get out of a lift. Yeah, yeah that's lift. true. Um, <laughs> okay, well, uh, let, let's break this down and come right, out from a different right. perspective. So we did our research, as okay. we do. Um, a, a lovely uh, contact of ours, Aviva, in Shanghai, said this, she's Chinese, and she realised the situation, and she's had a lot of foreigners, she works at Wall Street English, and okay. a lot of foreigners complain about that. And she said, well, people are just rushing to go to work, okay? Um, time is limited, they want to be quick, and don't care about the people inside. Now, Auntie, interestingly Ooh, enough... Don't care. Yeah, oh, you is. said about it being more of a thing in Beijing, which is a bigger city, more people commuting, you know, they're in the rat race, as opposed to village Zhuhai. So there could be a case in that. But people are just busy and it's heads down and let's get to what we've got to get to. Well, yeah, mm. patience is a virtue, right? But it doesn't seem to be... The law of the land. <laughs> yeah. so there is, uh, there does, does seem to be... They are in a rush all the time, aren't they? It seems to be in China. They are a nation of 
very busy people. Build, 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 build. You know, in, in some ways, it's a good thing, right? They like to get things done. Mm. And some things they uh, like to take their time over. <laughs> um, What's the saying? Iron your trousers while the iron is hot. Uh, I'm not sure who said that. I don't know. Is that <laughs> <laughs> Strike them while the iron's hot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Iron your trousers. That indeed, what China is doing now, you know, that yeah, you know, a lot I mean, of good things are going for them at the moment, absolutely. so let's just get it done, right? Yeah, right, for sure. But, but then there is lift. absolutely, I mean, it's good to want to try and get things done, right? And it's good that you want to uh, be hasty, but there, there's you know, there's common courtesy as well, you know. Absolutely. If you're trying to get out of a lift, it would be nice to let people out before you barge into them to get in, and, and it's. And also, it's kind of, it's a little bit inefficient, surely. Surely they should real, realise the inefficiency of it. Because mm. if they want to be in a rush, let people out, and then you'll get in quicker, rather than trying to barge past each other, getting in and out. So it's kind of, it's a little bit counterproductive yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I think that's the whole point, why it just gets on everyone's knacks, doesn't it? Because there's no obvious point of why you do it, really. Right, well, right. you say it gets on everyone's knacks, it doesn't bother the, the locals, does it? Chinese just accept it. Yeah, it doesn't I guess, seem to I guess bother so. them. It bothers foreigners because that's not we're, not what we're used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I see it even also when I ride the bus, you know. I get on the bus, it's a crowded bus, but they stay in the middle and don't move to the back. So, like, the back is open, they don't file back, you know. And it's just crowded and jammed up and inefficient. Everyone's stuck in the front. Because they want to get out first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're just, they just go in and take the first spot, but don't file back. So it's just... Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, what about this one I was thinking that just come up in my mind? Now, the word lift mm. and the word elevator mm. obviously means to go up. Right. So it doesn't really ever kind of give the meaning that it's to go down. So maybe they think their lift and elevator only goes up. Okay. And it's for only for people to go up. Okay. So when the door opens and there's people in it, regardless of what floor you're on, they're obviously thinking maybe well, they must be going that up they too. must be going up. They're obviously going up. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. an elevator. Right. What's the opposite of an uh, elevation? I was going to put the elevator. Oh my goodness! Total man, mind blown. So is that not a possibility? Could that decline? Right? Is it decline? Decline. Decline. A descender? Oh, that's descender. Descender. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, yeah, I'm just going to go down the descender. The descender. We show our ignorance of uh, Chinese language. We can't even speak English. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, actually, the other thing I was thinking, just like cues, um, if you don't get in there, then you're not going to get what you want. Because there's 1.34 billion people needing to do stuff. Right, It's dog-eat-dog, right? Dog eat dog, right? That's, yeah, if you're not going to get right, in... That's what I think it might be. It's mad because there's so many people. It's a mad scramble. They think they've got to get in the elevator quick because otherwise they won't. Yeah, And exactly. then they're going to have to wait for the next one. You've even got me saying elevator now. Yeah. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that, 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 I think that's a good point, right? Now, that's probably why banks introduced a ticket system. Mm, Could exactly. you imagine that? Because they'd just be all up against the glass panels. Wouldn't <laughs> they? Make each other exactly. Yeah. Be a nightmare. Be money everywhere. Yeah, you've got to have some law and order, man. You need to smooth it out. Mm. See, that's where they're not in a rush, right? When you go to a bank, it takes hours. Oh, oh dear. Oh, that's they, another podcast. They rush in the banks. Oh, that's another God. podcast for sure. Whew. But yeah, uh, so Chinese people relax, you know, chill out, let, song, let people yeah. out of the lift and <laughs> yeah. dive in, you know, there's no rush, well, not all the time. Some other people that we spoke to, Anthony, out on the streets, because we did get about, don't we, um, said that, uh, a chap said, it's not a matter of politeness, this lift thing, mm -hmm. 
When I've seen this, it's usually been an older person with a poor dress. My guess is that they are country people and haven't had much experience with elevators before. It's happening less and less, but when I came to China eight years ago, I'd often see people who were simply naive of the modern city protocols. Interesting. Thing, now, no? give me well, that they... story you told. It always cracks me up in your new place. When you went to get in the lift and there was an old man in there. What oh, did he do? What, when I was trying to get in? Yes. And like, he saw he's, he's furiously tapping the closed <laughs> yeah. door button. Yeah. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm like, hang on, hang on. And I get to the door and the door shuts. Yeah. It's like, oh, gee, thanks, buddy. <laughs> he's like, you know, you can wait five seconds for me to get in the lift. Oh, I can see him like tapping. Tap, 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 tap. I'm like, shut the door, shut the door, they're yeah. like, He's a serial killer, yeah. I must get away from the evil Lao Wei. Oh, dear. Yeah, dear. freak, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that in your new building or the old building? Uh, the old one. Yeah, they knew you were coming, Anthony. Yeah. Um, now, the other thing, a bit of a tip, because we like to give tips here to our listeners, if you're confronted with this situation, mm. is to do this. Right before the elevator door opens, so you're looking to get out, you've obviously gone down, you've descended. Move up and stand dead centre facing the door, just an inch from it. Mm. When the door opens, people ready to crowd in will be mildly shocked to suddenly be nose to nose of you. So they're automatically back up and give way. This chap figured this out about 10 years ago and it's never failed me once. I must I'm not that. sure if that's going to work for everyone. I think you might get a kiss with someone you weren't ready for. <laughs> <laughs> might be quite nice. Yeah. I could give you a lift. If you're into that, you're into it. You know? I mean, everyone's Well, I'm, I'm not a small person, quite tall. Not in height, for um, sure. And I... Uh, I've actually used that technique. Well, I've how done did it myself. Go? Did it work? I've, no, it did. It's Which quite is you? But <laughs> the the locals like tried to rush in and they kind of bounced off my <laughs> chest and I because I kind of stood my ground like I'm not gonna budge. And like you say, the doors opened and they rushed in expecting it. It's like they expect it to be closed. Uh, sorry, empty. empty. Yeah, exactly. That's the weird thing. Well, the, I, I, that just kind of dawned on me actually that was it the ground floor? There's no preconception that. You know, they're, the they're floor already. Yeah, yeah, I was getting out, obviously, and, or whatever floor, I can't remember, it doesn't matter. I was just getting out of the lift and, yeah, just stood at the front. Because this was a time in Beijing where, it, I, you know, I'd, this had happened a lot. Mm. You know, I'm trying to get out of the lift and people keep just barging into me as I'm trying to get out. And it, uh, at this particular moment in time, yeah, it just bothered me a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, I decided with this day to stand my ground. Well, there you go. There you go. So that is There's a tactic that's clearly worked, and we've got evidence of that here. Anthony, do you think, uh, you know, when they bounced off you, do you think you elevated their mood? Oh, absolutely. Especially the girls. And bouncing off these pecs. It's like, ooh. Okay. Sort of you blushing faces. A couple of IEs, thank you, huh? <laughs> okay, I see. Are you going to try it now? The skirt season. A couple season's... of guys as well. Yeah. Yeah. The skirt season's nice come in. Fingernails. Impressed with my man boobs. Yeah. <laughs> right, listeners, um, let's uh, lift ourselves away from that topic. Yeah, and elevate ourselves onto Jingle. <laughs> jingle, Anthony. Put your pants back on. Jingle, Jangle, John Wen. I wanted to make it real simple. Right then, time to get stuck into some Chinese. Alright. Um, Nick, have you got um, an interesting word that you use a lot that kind of makes your life smooth? Um, well, for me, you know, I'm a big, uh, big into comedy. I like to joke around. Sometimes, yes. sometimes, you know, that gets lost in translation with my bad Chinese. So for me... Great movie. One that I really need to use all the time is... Kai Wan Shao. Kai Wan Shao. Kai Wan Shao. Yes. So it's like, you know, just kidding, just joking. 
you know, just let them know your intent. If you say something in the wrong tone or they give the wrong message or if they just look at you like, Tingudong, just let them know. It's a joke, man. And then, you know, yeah, chill out. it lightens the mood. It lightens the mood. It, it, it can be good for teaching social situations. You so then they just look at you and laugh. And yeah, like, yeah. Crazy, know, crazy like, foreigner. Sometimes they don't know where you're going and then it just lets them know, okay, he's just joking. Do you think you could use it when you come out of a lift and you bounce people off your chest? <laughs> you might be able to. Just come out there, just do a spin move and just <laughs> leave them, like, freeze them. You know, they'll be frozen. Like, what just happened? You know? Yeah, I think that's one thing. But of course, if you want to say, I'm joking, you'd say, war kaiwan sha. War kaiwan sha. Kaiwan sha. Okay, so let's break it down. Mm. We like to break things down. Right. Like chocolate Easter eggs. All right. Mm. So we've it. got the uh, the war, obviously, is the I. Mm. Um, and then you've got... Um, Kai with that Kai. first tone. Kai. First tone, Kai. So that's open, right? That's the open, okay. yeah. Then we've yeah. got um, Wan. Wan, second, second tone. tone. Second tone, play, play, right? So we've got open, open play. play. And then shout, fourth tone. Fourth tone, which is to laugh, right? Shout, laugh. So we've got open, so, play, laugh, mm. which basically puts together, jumble it, jingle jangle it around, mm. means open, play, laugh. Joking, obviously. There you go. Joking. So Come on, I'm open, play, laugh. Don't be so serious. You always open I'm, play yeah. laugh. Okay, Sometimes so, my open play laughs get misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to the listeners then, listeners come with us here. We've just got out of an elevator and we'll say it one by one. You go first. Kai Wan Sha. Kai Wan Sha. Or Kai Wan Sha. There we go. Marvellous. There we go. I think that might confuse them. Yeah. You're only coming out of a lift and say, I'm joking! That's, that's, what we're, that's what we're trying to joking do. Joking about what? You mean you're going back in? That's what we're with, trying to with do. With us? You mean you're hoard? You're coming down in a lift? It must be a joke. We're just trying to throw them off their game because their focus is, I need to get on this elevator ASAP. So we're trying to throw a curveball and just throw them off track like, what? I think we need to shout, let me out. That'll work. I mean, whatever, you know, as put your own spin the door on opens, it. just yeah. scream out. I like that one. That's a good bit of Chinese there. So, well, Kaiwan Shao, I'm only joking. Yes. Okay, great stuff. Thanks for that, Nick. Yeah, good one for us. Yes. If everyone, if anyone ever misunderstands you or doesn't understand your joke, just tell them. Yeah. Kaiwan Shao. Hey, you know what, there, Anthony? I think it's time for uh, the great joke of Jongo. Great joke of Jongo, then. Yes, we've remembered to do it today. So, ni Kaiwan Shao ma. Always, Anthony. This joke today, I'm looking at it now, it's another naughty one. Uh, it's called The Tunnel of Love. Mm. Mm. I was about to say because it's Valentine's. We like but it's tunnels Easter. of love, don't we? Mm. Well, Same thing. Fertility. Fertility. Mm, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get fertile with this one then. The Tunnel of Love. One day, an Asian man, an American man, and a French girl were on a train. Okay. Yeah. Hello? As they do. <laughs> As they do. So we've got an Asian American and a French um, person. Along the ride, there was a short but dark tunnel. When they entered the tunnel, a kissing sound, then a slapping sound, was heard. Freaky. Once outside, everyone could see a large red mark on the American's face. Like a blushing. red apple. Must, must have been blushing. The French girl thought... That American probably tried to kiss me, but accidentally kissed the Asian, and he slapped him. The American thought the Asian tried to kiss the French girl, and she tried to slap him, but accidentally slapped me. <laughs> now the Asian thought, that was great. Me kiss pretty French girl and slap crazy American. Can't wait for next tunnel. 
Oh. <laughs> Clever there, eh? I see it, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're on a train, mm. and there's a girl and a guy, and she's got some skirt, mm. and it's springtime, mm. and you're going in the tunnel, there's one to play. Give her a quick kiss and back off. Make your <laughs> and move. slap the other guy. Make your move in the dark. That seems like... You know, questionable advice, but let's go with that. Make you move in the dark. Thank you for that, Nick. Another great tip uh, on the podcast. Yeah, but Anthony, that actually was not as lewd as I thought it was going to be. When yes, the tunnel. There was a lot of tunnel <laughs> stuff in there. Misconstrued. Yeah. That I thought was going to, yeah. It's like, wait, so they're all in the tunnel? How is that? I didn't see that video. <laughs> okay, great. Um, time to get in an elevator and move up to Jedi Sith of the Week. Oh, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, me. Jedi Sith of the week, then Anthony, your call. You've been away for two weeks. Um, what are we going to go with the Jedi or the Sith first? Yeah, let's do the Sith first. I like to end on a positive note. Okay, who's going to go first? Then? Nick, you want to come? <laughs> Excuse me. We're out I'm, of the tunnel now. Tunnel. <laughs> yeah, come on. We're finished with that, all right? Lights are on, Chris. We can see <laughs> what's going on here. So you've been in Bangkok for two weeks. You're filling my head with stuff. <laughs> I'm not that young anymore. I can't do two that quickly, guys. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. Okay, um, yeah, who's going first then? I don't mind. Get me first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so sit first. Yeah. Um, it's rather long. It's, it's not a person. Oh, It's water pollution. I'm very dismayed about all the water pollution that's going on all over the world, not just in China, all over the world. I mean, the amount of plastic that's dumped in the sea every year is just unbelievable. The worldwide or in Bangkok? <laughs> Everywhere. Wow, see, you go to a nice beach in Asia and yeah. the amount of rubbish you see wash up on the beach, it's, yeah. it's a shame. Unless, like, it's a resort, then, you know, they clean it up every day. But, but not just that, you know, it's just it's water pollution. The water is essential for life, you know? It's not like we have another planet to live on, is it? You know, and we need... Everything needs water to live. So why are we, as humans, trashing the water so much? It's disgraceful. So you're going with water pollution? Yes, there. that's my Sith. Because I love water. I love the sea. I'm like a dive, dive master. I love surfing. I love yeah. swimming. Yeah. And what we're doing, what humans are doing to the to, to the oceans, to the sea, to yeah. to water in general, the rivers, it's it's disgraceful. Did you go um, diving in Bangkok? Ah, uh, different kind of diving. <laughs> um, Nick, yes. uh, bring us out of that. That's not no. true, my love. That was a lie. <laughs> I'm married. It was a joke. What Kai Wang Xiao? Oh, see? It is useful. It is useful. And of course, uh, Leia, your wife, um, did go on the business trip with you as well. So, um, marvellous. Uh, Nick, yeah. uh, give us your Sith. Uh, my Sith is... Um, you know, basically something that we've all been hearing about, the uh, the whole United Airlines incident with the um, the doctor who was taken off the plane. Ooh, yes. Crazy, crazy, huge international uh, news story. Why was he taken off the plane? Um, basically, they overbooked, and so, they, you know, some people had to go. You can't stand they, up on a plane, can well, you? Well, they asked exactly. for volunteers. They right? asked for but... volunteers. No one took it, offered money. They chose four at random, three left. He didn't. Police court es- escorted him out. It was very violent and a little um, bit roughly, right? Yeah, a little bit roughly, but you know, it just it's becoming a whole different, you know, very racial related topic. And I just feel like it's being blown the wrong way. We should look at the issue, the core issue of what it is. You know, the guy was treated wrong. You know, definitely, and um, the, the he's way- gonna 
He's gonna he's gonna be compensated very well, I think. So, so we don't need to turn so into a race issue. Let's What's the race issue about? Because well, he's Where's Asian, he Asian, right? Oh, he's Asian, Asian American. So he's, yeah, some people okay. are trying to say it happened because he's Asian, oh, which I'm not sure that's. Well, like it sells in newspapers, isn't it? Exactly. Um, okay, okay, good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I won't give my thoughts on that airline as a whole, though. As well, um, <laughs> I went to America. I was particularly impressed with them. Um, okay, lovely. Thanks for uh, for that, Nick. Mm-hmm. Oh, mine. Quite. Um, we're doing the SIF, right? Yes. Oh, it's got to be... Uh, my accountant contacted me on Monday morning. Accountant? Accountant, yes. Oh, yeah. It's not her. Mm. She's lovely. And uh, she told me how big my tax bill was, Uh-oh. which uh, I really wasn't particularly impressed with. Mm. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Tax bill is my SIF. Um, <laughs> no one likes taxes. No, no. Oh, man. Um, okay. Jedi me up. Yes. Jedi, so back to me. Yep. My grandmother, my nan, Mara McGregor, who recently passed away, I'm sad to say. Mm. So she was was a wonderful lady, very, very bubbly laughter, very infectious laughter, very friendly, very loving, but very talented too. She was an an artist. Oh, lovely. Mm. She uh, even was commissioned to uh, do portraits of the royal family. Yes, I was. So she's painted the Queen, the Queen Mother. I think she did Charles. Really? Mm. In clothes or...? (laughs) Yes. Well, those are the only ones that are released. She has the other ones, but, you know. Uh, But also, her her favourites was doing racehorses. She uh, also did racehorses, like Grand National horses and... Cool. She paints it for fun as well. Painting horses is tough, I can imagine. Oh, she's amazing. If you see the photos, they literally look like, sorry, photos of the portraits. They like, when you see them in life, I mean, obviously I saw them as a kid, Mm -hmm. blew me away. The shine she would get on the horse's coat. And they literally look like photographs, but it's oil painting. Amazing. Amazingly talented. Um, So um, how old was she, Anthony? 90. That's a good innings, isn't it? Yeah, she did very well. But, mm. you know, it's always sad, you know, when you lose wow. someone. Absolutely, yeah. mate, absolutely. Fancy, uh, very interesting you brought that up. It's a wonderful thing to say. I, I, uh, later on, I'll bring this up. I think that'll make a nice connection. I, I didn't know that was going to happen today. So, um, what's her full name again? Mara McGregor. I see. Obviously not Benton, then. Well, she actually married, then she got divorced. So, my um. mother's father... It's actually a different grandfather to the one I grew up with. Okay. Uh, she remarried. Um, but anyway, it's my mother's anyway, so it wouldn't be anyway because I get my name from okay. my father, obviously. So. Do you have... Is that why you've got a big picture of Prince Charles in your living room? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because I'm attractive. <laughs> it's a okay, whole Andrew. different thing. A whole different thing. Oh, Nick, Ooh. great. That's the, and may, may she rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, love, I love you, man. I know yeah. you're... Love and light will carry on spreading happiness wherever you are. Beautiful. Um, Nick, Jedi. Jedi. Um, I'm just going to go with, you know, what, what's been making my life good recently, and that's been um, music, man, music, making music with friends. I got a yeah. new song that I'm making with Ryan, and uh, we're sort of, you know, blending different sounds, bringing different people together, and cool. just trying to create something new. So I like the energy that that's bringing, and... You know, I see a lot of potential there, so I just think it's a yeah, music shining a positive light on there. Definitely a force of the Jedi for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, lovely, lovely creative endeavor. Um, as is, of course, art um, and drawing, horses, painting, shiny ones. Oh, um, Any ever do any unicorns or? <laughs> 
Maybe <laughs> me as a child, I was putting Tipex, having a Tipex um, horn onto a painting. Yeah, good one. Um, Banish. <laughs> Nick, uh, music. Um, and of course, we're going to be playing a song that you've done later, which is great. Um, my uh, Jedi then this week, inanimate, um, Anthony, is this book that I'm just going to present here, listeners. I'm showing the book up. It's uh, by a man called Michael Newton, Dr. Michael Newton. It's called Destiny of Souls. I've just finished reading it for the second time, and again, much more's gone in as it do, does when you read over it twice. Lovely book, just finished it, fantastic read. Couldn't you name the author as the Jedi then, rather than the book? Yes, I suppose good. I could, yes. There Dr. Michael Newton, mm. uh, listeners. Destiny of Souls, this is the second one, his first one. PhD. Journey of Souls, yeah. Mm. Quite a, um, quite a chat. interesting, might have to borrow that. Very interesting you. story, yeah. Mm. Um, and so, that's marvellous. We move on, as always, um, with positivity, love and light. To CJ Plug Time. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. Yeah, pluggy, pluggy, plug, plug, then. Um, let's plug away. Who's going to plug first? Plug it in, plug it in. Wait, wait, I didn't mean, that's the wrong way. Right. <laughs> uh, you want to plug Anthony? Or... Yeah. Yeah, plug away. Uh, today, my plug is for a product. Oh, I like it, Anthony. Sun Warrior. They, uh, they're a health company and they make a, a plant-based protein mm. powder, a pouting protein shake Great. called Warrior Blend. Ooh. So Sun Warrior Warrior Blend, plant-based protein. So if you work out and maybe you're a vegan or a vegetarian yeah. or, or even if you're not, you know, if you want a healthy source of protein mm. for a, a snack or after a workout, it's soy-free, no sugar, yeah. gluten-free, non-GMO, dairy-free and vegan. So yeah, what's it made of? What's the plant it is? Um, it uses pea protein yes, and yeah, yeah, hemp yeah. seeds. Yeah, marvelous. Does it taste nice? It's a little bitter. No, it's okay. I've had worse. Yeah. I have had worse. I mean, obviously, it's not like you know, go out and have a milkshake, nice kind of you know, like a way sugary mm. bun. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'll, no, I mean like a proper dairy, you know, unhealthy yeah. <laughs> milkshake. It's not like that. I do one of those now. As far as a healthy plant-based shake, it's pretty. It's not bad actually. It's a little bitter because the seeds, but my trick okay. is to put in a frozen banana, pick mm. it up, and sweeten it up a bit. Yeah, you like sucking on bananas, don't you? Let's um, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Nick, uh, yes, plug it. Um, basically, I just want to. Let everyone know, stay tuned for the summer because we're going to have some yeah. uh, a lot of live music, maybe a yeah. music festival or two, some pool parties, and mm. uh, we just want to keep that music scene growing here That's in Zhuhai and, you know, with Shenzhen and Guangzhou and everyone else around too, so just stay tuned for that. We'll have more coming soon. Yeah, Magic Island, Zhuhai on the island is on the cards for June, mm. uh, and I know we were playing something that sends at the Chichong Beach, which we talked about last episode, I think with Matt from, uh, from the band called Mott. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? When the sun comes out and um, all creativity starts festering in the air. Yeah, it's time to spread some music, right? Festering. Okay, well, my uh, thanks, for that, Nick. My plug um, of the week again. I'm double dosing on this. Is this marvelous book by Dr. Michael Newton? You really like this book. I, right? I really love this book, and and I want to just read the final bit. Uh, this guy's a, a, a regressionist, so a hypnotist, and he takes people back. Um, into places that he never would have thought was possible. And one of the people who he took back um, started to um, 
think about one of their previous lives um, in the spirit world. And he said this, and I just want to read it, a nice parting um, thing here at the book. This is the last page, page 401, on Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton. It's the first time I'm reading it off a book, Anthony, isn't it? <laughs> book club. Yeah, we're book club. Here we go. <laughs> How nerdy are we? <laughs> so he's talking about, you know, coming to Earth, okay. which, of course, we're all on. Coming to Earth is about travelling away from our home to a foreign land. A bit like coming and living in China, I thought, like that. Some things seem familiar, but most are strange until we get used to them, especially conditions which are unforgiving, people in lifts. Our real home is a place of absolute peace, total acceptance and complete love. As souls separated from our home, we can no longer assume these beautiful features will be present around us. On Earth, we must learn to cope with intolerance, anger and sadness while searching for joy and love. We must not lose our integrity along the way, sacrificing goodness for survival and acquiring attitudes either superior or inferior to those around us. We know that living in an imperfect world will help us to appreciate the true meaning of perfection. We ask for courage and humility before our journey into another life. As we grow in awareness, so will the quality of our existence. This is how we are tested. Passing this test is our destiny. Ooh, passing a test. Lovely I read. I thought we finished that in school, damn it. <laughs> We're still being tested. Lovely read. It's all one big test. Yeah, that was nice. So, um, let's get back into the old guess who. We've got to remember. Guess who then? Um, I guess you want some extra clues. Thank you for this uh, person. Yeah. I would, yes, I would love that. Lovely. What's her name? Come on. <laughs> Are you talking about your trip still in Bangkok? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, here we go. What's it's... his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a sweet voice. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, in 2012, an overseas Chinese website, Boshan, or Borshan, falsely reported that she was paid 100 million US dollars to sleep with top Chinese officials. A hundred million? I've heard of this story. Wow, that's, I mean... Well, Nick, she sued this website, Borshan, mm. in a US court for Was defamation. Was it Borshan? No. Um, <laughs> in December 2013, the company settled the case after agreeing to pay an undisclosed amount to her and issue a front-page apology. She also won court cases in Hong Kong against Next Media over similar false reports in Apple Daily and Next Magazine. Finally, she married Chinese rock musician Wang Feng in March 2015 and on December the 27th, 2015, gave birth to their beloved daughter. That is all you're going to get. Give me your feelings. I know who it is. I just, I've got total mind blank. It's yeah. really strange. I've even been waiting for this actress <laughs> to come up because I know her no, name. No. And now it's Tiger, it's yeah. gone. You have it's actually mentioned that. Gone yeah. from my head. All oh those, my goodness. It's all those Chang beers, eh? Mm. <laughs> they banged it out of his head in Bangkok. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what oh, happens. Anthony. You must know this. You're a Kung Fu fan, aren't you? Uh, You've seen I Tiger Head I've seen, Dragon? yeah, I know, her, I know her face, but I'm yeah, just bad with the names, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I've forgotten her name because she's one of my favourite Chinese actresses. She's very pretty. Okay, are we going to come out with something? Um, just come up with something. Have a stab in the dark, in a dark tunnel. A dark tunnel. Hmm. What do you say? Listeners, I'm sure you've probably come to your conclusion that they're not going to get it. They they know. They know. If someone... Can I call a friend? Can we do... Can I use a lifeline? (laughs) Is this who wants to be a millionaire? Tell you what. That would be a good idea because you imagine how long it would take you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lifeline. Who's the girl from Crouching Hidden Tiger? You know what? That's a bloody good idea. Hey, man. Thank Next you. time, yeah, just credit for a, that. Do it for a giggle. Let someone up. Call a friend. Absolutely. Phone a friend, man. You got you got to have a lifeline. That could be funny. That could be funny indeed. Especially uh, hearing them explain the clues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's that woman yeah. in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Tiger? Yeah, you know the <laughs> uh, Leaning Tiger. Yeah, you know. Rush Hour <laughs> Two. Yeah. She looks Chinese. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, guys, come up with something, please. All right, I'm just gonna say yeah. an actress, a Chinese actress's yeah. name that I know, but I know it's not her. Go, Bang Bing Bing. Good one. It's not her, but you learned that on one of the episodes, didn't yeah, you? We learned that, Bing Bing. Yes. You know you. Okay, um, Angela Baby. <laughs> Angela Baby. It's definitely not her either, but. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you the people Wang. I know. Anthony, Wang. <laughs> Wang. Wang Wei. Wang Na. I don't. Wang Na. Okay, Wang Na. Yeah, I know that's wrong. Just. Okay, so Anthony said Wong Na, and Nick said Angela Baby, but I'm afraid both of you are wrong. Today's today's guess who, famous Chinese person, is Zhang Ziyi. Zhang Ziyi. That was not in there. It's not one that rolls off your tongue, is it? Yeah, it's it's tough to remember the name sometimes, but, you know. Tell you what. Much respect to her work, you know. Yes, and Nick, you will remember Zhang Ziyi. From this day onwards. From this day on. Mm-hmm. All right. From this memorable occasion. All right. Great. Well, I have to say, it's uh, it's been really nice uh, having you in the studio, Nick. And Anthony, back, of course, from your trips abroad. Um, did yeah. you enjoy yourself? Absolutely, man. It's been great being here with you guys and uh, getting familiar with your audience. And, uh, yeah, thanks for yeah, having me. do it again. Yeah, that would be... I'd be like, we were fully booked, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have to come back now again. Busy. Maybe a podcast reunion. A podcast a, reunion. A number 50, everyone in the room. <laughs> all these ideas, all these ideas coming up in the... A little, bit, a little bit packed and noisy, mm. but could be interesting. It's a good idea, Anthony, um, for once. Let's move on then to <laughs> The Last Emperor's Song, then. Original music, as always. Now, Nick, because you're on and you do music... Mm. Um, as many of us do, it's fantastic. We're going to uh, introduce one of your songs um, that you've uh, mixed and created, and it's called Come to Jar Jar. Mm. Like, quickly explain this song. Did you do it with someone, or is it just your... That's not a perverted Star Wars <laughs> thing, right? It is not. It is not. It's oh, nothing to do with, Jedi, Jar, with Jar Jar Binks or any sorrows remaining. <laughs> Jar Jar come! Yeah, okay. I mean, we might have to use that sound bite. I smell a remix coming, guys. Crossover remix coming. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a song I did with uh, my buddy Abs and his cousin, and um, they're from Mauritius, so it's got, you know, we're trying to cross it over, it's got kind of an island reggae style, Lovely. mixed with a little hip-hop, Loving that. and uh, a couple of different languages, they go in and Creole and just give it a nice little different flavor, so cool. we're trying to, you know, blend the styles, blend the language, and... Uh, so Jar Jar is from the Chinese, right? No, Ja oh, Ja. Come to Ja Oh, ja. Like, um, like heaven, you know. It's from uh, ja, right, Rastafari. Rastafari, Jarai. And quickly, the name of your band or act, uh, what, do you, what do you go by uh, on stage? Um, Zephon Valet, and I am Oldest. Okay, so this is Come to Ja Ja by Zephon Olay and Oldest, and we hope to see you guys live at the Magic Island this summer. This is China Jedi, people. Righteousness music. It's another one. All that's Zafa Valley, Mr. Goldmine. You know, come to Jaja. I and I say, come to Jaja. I and I say, come to Jaja. Like a roaring lion. Come to Jaja. I and I say, come to Jaja. 
Delivering the messages, nobody's ever heard though And that's the word though, nice and thorough A whole new direction that this world's about to enter So let's go bro, it's time to get your roll on Roll up all the problems that we face and then we blaze them to erase them Racing to create an international tree nation Everybody on a higher level, why you waiting? We need a second to figure it out Some sticky dank bong sessions here to clear it all out But hear it all out before you make any decisions Life plans are too strong, gotta make all the revisions If we hit this all night, we can give it all our might And be the king of the jungle like a lion with his pride So you and I, and everyone around the world Let that green lift you up, now you can fly with the birds Come to Georgia, to the place to be. 
Thank you for listening to the China Jedi podcast, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.